I've got burgers made of beans, they're never fried. Saba chips and salsa to keep me warm way deep inside. Yes, you'd say, Jim and Lori, help me be prepared today for end times. Uh, I'm talking about end times. Oh, I've got powdered food for a stormy day. Beets and spinach and blueberry and strawberries. Take the poisons away. I like that too much. I guess you'd say, Jim and Lori, help me be prepared today for end times. All oh, these end times, end times. The world shut down. Stores, restaurants, schools, and whole communities shut their doors in an effort to protect human life. As the world quickly changed, one man went on Facebook to get a degree in internet epidemiology. Brian, along with his lab assistant, Hotley, are curing coronavirus by commenting on fake news and reposting recipes of secret virus cures from a friend of a friend who works high up in government. Join Brian and Hoadley as they discuss the world and life during this forced interruption. Learning, laughing, and loving in this real-life commercial break. On this episode of The Commercial Break... We're at the point now, at 24, 25 episodes in, where I feel like we need to bring in some guests. I feel like we've we've kind of gotten comfortable with each other. We've always been, but now we're comfortable with how to work the equipment. <laughs> I won't be wasting anybody's fucking time. By the way, just making sure I have record on here everywhere. I don't. You don't. I don't have record on. <laughs> I've got his iCloud password. Uh-oh. I just wanted to see if I could see the other half of the photograph. I want to piece the night together. <laughs> Creepy, Henry. As a matter of fact, Brian, I like your brother more than I like you. <laughs> After being your therapist for many years, I think you're an asshole. <laughs> Thank you, therapist. Mm, I'm holding space for that. <laughs> My heart space is open. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Beep, beep, what? honk, honk. Oh, what if we just did the show and honks and beeps? <laughs> honk, honk, sh- beep, beep. Sure, it's been done before. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to this, like, uh, I was going through some old, some other people's podcasts. Uh-huh. And the guy was like, was so funny, man. He, this guy was so funny. I wish I could remember the name of the podcast. Podvast or something. I don't know. I'll get the name. I'll put it on the show notes. But this guy, he said, he, the show is all about, they like, they take, uh, fake companies and they make up fake pitches for the companies and it's super funny like super funny but the guy goes 
I was listening to this other podcast named, oh, who, who knows what it names and who cares? Because all podcasts are either named two white guys talking about nothing or two <laughs> white girls talking about crime. <laughs> and I was like, wait, one more category. White girl and white guy talking about sex and dirty talking stuff. About, yeah. yeah. <laughs> TV shows. I'm learning just how limited our uh, promotional universe is now that we use dot naughty words on the mm. <laughs> naughty, naughty words. But you know what? I don't give a shit because, I mean, uh, Astrid and I had this long conversation. Like, there's a couple of places where we want to promote, but we're not allowed to. They basically yeah. to, they basically have made an editorial decision <laughs> that we're crappy. <laughs> they basically made an editorial decision that we suck. Uh, you know, and listen, I understand. Like, we're not everybody's cup of tea. We don't butter everybody's bread, totally, so to speak. Right? Correct. But I don't want to, you know... I spent so much of my time at this other radio place that we worked. I spent so much of my time mitigating what I said because I was so afraid to get into trouble every 15 mm-hmm. seconds. And I just don't feel like doing that. And I don't feel it's real honest. Like, I don't think it would be, I don't talk yeah. like that in real, this is how I talk in real life. I was going to say, this is like us. I mean, we're two best friends having conversations each week. So yeah, we, this is the way we talk. It's a wide <laughs> range of talk. So I won't, I won't get into specifics here because I want, I'll save it as a surprise. And I, I never want to tell anybody these things because then I'm afraid that it never happens and whatever that we're, you know, we're at the point now at 24, 25 episodes in where I feel like we need to bring in some guests. I feel like yes. we've, we've kind of gotten comfortable with each other. We've always been, but now we're comfortable with how to work the equipment. <laughs> I won't be wasting right. anybody's fucking time. By the way, just making sure I have record on here everywhere. I don't, you don't. I don't have record on. The good news is I have record somewhere else, but um, so I, <laughs> that's why we record in three different places because Ryan's going to not record at least two of them. We got the one backup. That was the thinking on your part. Cause that did happen a couple of times in our first, uh, few attempts in our recording. first five or six episodes. What you're hearing is the product of the third or fourth time that we've actually <laughs> recorded right. those episodes because I could not get it right. So for whatever <laughs> reason, you know, I can help you with that, man. I've got a special tool. Oh, hey, it's Peter Fonda from Podcast Universe. Henry Fonda from Peter from Podcast Hi, Universe. Hi, how are you, man? You're looking good. You can see on the YouTube. Yeah, I'm a member of the break room. Oh, I didn't know that. There's no Henry Fonda in our break room. And I know because there's only three members and two of them are me and my wife. Listen, man. I don't want to use my real name because I feel like people get all excited about Henry Fonda being on the break room. So I used a different name. Uh, let me guess. Shithead Juarez? Man, you're good. Good for you. Listen, I understand you're always having trouble recording, so I've got a special tool for you. Uh-huh. What's that? I'm, I'm a little skeptical after the whole banner Addison incident. Don't be. Don't be. Listen. We have a special type. Of, we have a special type of sign that we tattoo on your forehead, and that way, every time you go to record, it says "record." It's like a big record button on your head. It's almost a banner ad, basically for real life. Wow, that's awesome! Well, that's right, and with it comes two additional subscribers, free, no charge. Wow. Okay, Henry, I'm going to take that because that's what I need. Because Holy and I, we've recorded the shows a couple of times. Oh, I know, man. I know. I was in your account the other day, looking around. <laughs> How did you get into my account? You I got your social security number just just in case I couldn't get a hold of you. <laughs> Thanks, Henry. I appreciate it. No problem. We here at Podcast Universe are always health, here to help your ego. Okay, Henry, I gotta go do the show. I know you do. 
So bye, we're Henry. bye, Henry. <laughs> bye, Hodley. Are you still married? I'm asking yes, for a Henry. friend. I'm asking for a friend. Yes, Henry. Do you know your password to iCloud? <laughs> I'm asking. I do. You do. I hear. I do, that, but I'm not telling it to you. I, oh, it's really sad because I hear you might have a. You know your. I don't think you've done any updates on your iCloud in a while, and I have a service where I update your iCloud for you. <laughs> and they move all the files to a special place where, in case you need them, it's called uh, it's called Podcast Backup Universe. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry, I don't do anything with the files except for look at them myself. <laughs> okay, Henry, it's sounding creepy now. Okay, tell Jeff I said hello. <laughs> I've got his iCloud password. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could see the other half of the photographs. <laughs> I want to piece the night together. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy, Henry. Uh, so we're, we're at the point where now I feel like we're gonna, we could do with some guests, right? We could really do with some yes. guests. So we're out there like poking that. around and trolling around. And I invited a guest, you know, because I've talked to you about this off air, but I invited this guest and uh, immediately got back to me. Like I was kind of surprised that this particular person would get back to me so quickly via like a social media you know, DM or IM or whatever the slide into your fucking whatever you call <laughs> right. it. Right. I slid into his fucking whatever you call it. And I said, Hey man, listen, really big fan. Uh, love to have you on the show. And uh, we talk about you every once in a blue moon and I'm a big support, you know, big fan basically is what I said. And he got back to me immediately, like within a minute. And, uh, he was like, Brian, thanks so much. I really appreciate the fact that you guys like what I'm doing. And I would, I would certainly entertain the idea of being a guest. Just give me a couple of days to check out what you guys are doing, and then I'll get back to you. And I was like, wow, that's great. So I'm all excited. I'm running around the house last night like, woohoo, you know, you know. Yeah, we got our first Joe Bibbidi Bop. Yeah, he's going to come on our program, and I'm so excited. What am I going to ask? And I got so many things to talk about, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then Astrid is like, "Do you? yeah, you have talked about that guy a lot. And I'm like, I know. And he, she's like but I don't think it's all been all that fantastic. And I was like, no, 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 no. I said wonder. Oh shit, man. I, man, I talked a lot of trash about that poor guy. I mean, I didn't talk a lot of trash about him, but you know, I, then I, then I, I realized that, you know, this might not be his cup of tea. Like what we're talking about all the time might not be, he's a little, he's prim and proper. And I don't want, I don't want him to be offended. So I thought that I told, I told Ashley, I said, let me, let me write him another email and get get him ready for the content. And she's like, Brian, now you sound like a crazy ex-girlfriend. Like you don't write, yeah. you know, dear right. so-and-so before you listen. Do you like me? Yeah. Do you like me? If you don't, that's okay. We can talk again later. That's right. Maybe. Like just, uh, just tell me what you're thinking. And like, yeah. Like I'm afraid he's going to write me back and tell me what a shithead I am. He's not going to say anything. He's just never going to, he's just never going to respond. Right. I'm going to get right. blocked on whatever platform <laughs> that I'm using. So, uh, Listen, tcbpodcast.com, tcbpodcast.com. If you want a video version of the show, we are now broadcasting on YouTube behind a wall, a privacy wall, uh, while we get the studio ready here and we fine tune it because if it took us six episodes to get the audio right, uh, it's going to take us a few episodes to get the video right. Though last week's episode, I think, turned out turned out well. So, But if you'd like to see the YouTube version of the show, if you go to tcbpodcast.com and you sign up for the break room, we will send you. It doesn't automatically send you the link. It sends it a couple of days later. Like We have to manually go in and actually uh, send that link uh, through our email server. So 
just be patient. It'll come. But then we're going to send you a link every single week to the YouTube show. We'll also send you something called The Break Room, where you get some additional content. Chrissy and I spent some time on that last week, so that'll be coming out. Uh, well, it, it will have come out last week. I always forget that we're recording ahead of time. It's that that is the radio in me, like thinking that we're actually recording right live. now live. Yep. Yeah, but we're mm-hmm. not. It doesn't work that way, Chrissy. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. So go to tcbpodcast.com. Also soliciting uh, audio clips, parody songs, any kind of audio that you make that you create or that you own and you think would be funny to broadcast, send it in. And in a future episode, I'd like to showcase some of those things. So we have one or two and, and so far so good. I think people are, people are really funny. They're, they're, I would say that they're taking it in good stride, Hudley. I love it. Yeah. I love it. One, yeah. Someone sent us a song called Fuck You. <laughs> Commercial break. I was like, ah, that's the spirit. <laughs> that's the old college try. Shithead Juarez from, <laughs> from Moldova. <laughs> wow. They took the time. They did take the time. They, they took the yeah. time to care, Chrissy. And that's yes. all that really matters. Yeah. I got to tell you about something, man. So I love my mom. I think she's the most, she's just a wonderful person. She's just an angel, but she's having trouble navigating in this new world that we live in. And I don't mean new world, like the pandemic world. Yeah. I just mean in general, like the the tech world. I mean, in general, like the world in general, right? My mom just has having a little bit of trouble navigating. So we get this phone call, uh, an eager phone call from my mom. And here's how it goes. Ready? We don't answer the phone because we think it's just a phone call. Hi, Brian. It's your mom. uh, I'm calling on Astrid's phone because I know you don't like me to bother you. That's the first thing she does. She calls on Astrid's phone because she knows I I don't like to be bothered by multiple (laughs) phone calls. So she leaves the message for me on Astrid's phone. Hi. Okay, so listen. um, I know I came over to your house the other day and my phone is working just fine. And then all of a sudden it's not working anymore. So I don't really know what to do. Like, do I turn it on or do I turn it off? Or I'm not really sure who I call about it. And I've read a bunch of stuff from on that book that you gave me that came along with the phone. And it just has a bunch of numbers and letters in it. So call me back, okay? Because I don't know what to do. Okay, bye. <laughs> She's calling me from the phone. From the phone, I was from the phone. say. She's calling yeah. me from the phone. <laughs> so it, so it I does immediate, work in some capacity. Yeah, so I immediately, you know, beep, bop, boop, 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 call up my mom, right? And it goes... To her voicemail, but it's clear that the phone sh- at least should be working. It's ringing and it's it's going up, you know. Yeah. Hey, mom, it's Brian. Listen, I just called your phone and it's working just fine. Like, uh, if you're getting this message, everything's okay. This is the problem with my mother in her in her phone communication skills. That's it. That's all that needs to be said. If you called me and said, "Hey, Brian, my phone's not working. Dial my phone and see if it's working." I would dial your phone, <laughs> and if it rang, we knew it would be okay, and there would be no need for additional communication because it's 2020, right. and we don't need to talk to each other every five seconds about everything that we're doing, right? So then my mom calls Astrid's phone first, my phone second, back to Astrid's phone, back to my phone, right? Finally, I pick it up. It's like dinner time. Hi, honey. It's your mom. I know, mom. I see it on the thing. Oh, it tells you who's calling. Yes, mom. It tells me who's calling. It's called it's called a caller ID. They've had that since the eighties. Oh yeah, it does the same thing for me. Okay, what do you what do you got, mom? I'm just sitting here eating. Listen, I just wanted to call and let you know that the phone is working just fine. I know because you're calling from it. Oh, that's right. How did you know that? Because I because you called from it the first time. Wait, did I call from the phone the first time? I didn't even realize it was working. I thought it was broken. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, you called from the phone to tell me it was broken, but it wasn't broken because you called me from the phone. Oh, I was confused, I think. I think I, I don't think I slept very well last night. You know what happened? You know what happened, Brian? What happened, Mom? 
Irving called me, and he told me he loves you. <laughs> he he loves you so much. You and the grandkids. He says that Matthias is going to be Einstein. Okay, Mom, I'm eating dinner. Can you please let me go? Like, I don't want to hear about Irving and the stuff. And the, Can we talk about this later? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't realize it, you know. I, I understand. I understand you don't want to talk to me. Oh, Mom, don't give me the guilt trip now. I'm trying <laughs> oh, to yeah, eat. Yeah, that happens. I know, honey. I just call me back whenever. You don't have to call me back today or tomorrow or Thursday or Saturday. Just call me back whenever you want to. If that's next Tuesday, you can call me next. Okay, Mom, I'll call you back. Okay, bye. <laughs> Mom. Oh, the overcommunication is what kills me. Mm. And I don't think this is a problem that just I am experiencing because I have other people that are close to me that are experiencing the same type of overcommunication and oversensitivity mm-hmm. to the communication. It's yes. like just because we can communicate 24 hours a day, seven days a week, doesn't mean we should be communicating 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it, it's the it, it's the constant overcommunication that really drives me crazy. And I think that the cell phones and the text messages and all this stuff has given everybody an opportunity to do that. But mm-hmm. we've already been through this. Like we as people who grew up with the cell phones and the Internet and all this other stuff, we already understand that this is not an appropriate way to communicate because we did it at one point. Right. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, your mom passed away when she was alive. Did she over communicate like this? Yes. Also? Yes. And we had, and then it was, you know, well, come see me. You never see me. Let's, you know, I, I know about the guilt trip. Um, but yeah, I had to put some boundaries. I had to say, let's talk, let's make a special day every week that we talk. And so we had Wednesdays as our day. Oh, that's a good so idea. That, that worked out really well. Oh, that's However, a really good idea. It kind of just puts everything on that day and you could set aside an hour to catch up. Okay. So if I do Thursdays with Brian, Hopi, can I do Fridays with you? And Irvin yes. can do Saturdays with Jeff and his yes. daughters? Oh, yes, that's we'll, so we'll sweet of that. you. We'll yeah, try. because, you know, Irving really loves your granddaughters. They're just, he just talks about them all the time. Mom, he doesn't even know their granddaughters. Yes, he does, honey. Do you remember that one time you talked about them at the dinner? No. Well, you did, and then... You know, Irving's just such a sweet man. He just loves everybody. Everybody's his grandchild. <laughs> okay, Bob, I'm going uh, to, uh, uh, this story's bordering on fiction. I got to let you go. Okay, bye, Brian. I love you. Okay, Mom, love you too. I think it's a good idea. I think we ought to, I think there ought to be some boundaries set. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to go to like, you know, maybe we're going to have to go to a grid on the refrigerator with my mom. Maybe I'm going to have to go to yeah. her house and put a grid on the refrigerator. Like Tuesdays, no calls except yeah. for emergencies. But you know what emergencies is going to be? Well, right. Yeah. Hi, Brian. It's your mom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do. Mom, what's going on? Is everything okay? It is, but when I tried to get in the house, the key, it, it jingled a little bit. And I, I really think that there's, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's locked all the way. Can you open it? No. That it's locked all the way. I don't think so, honey. Can you come over and take a look at it? Mom, this is not an emergency. Are you sure? No, you have a whole maintenance department to take care of this. You know, I don't like to call them, honey. I don't like to call them. They're not very nice. It's like, Mom, don't call me anymore, please. It's not that I don't want you to call me anymore. It's that I don't want you to call me so much. I just want to Right. Like, yeah, they did it. And now we have grandchildren. And that's like the hook in the fish. Yeah. It's yeah. it's always there's always something about the grandchildren, right? Well, can mm-hmm. I see my? Yeah, of course you can. You have you, anytime you want to see your grandchildren, you can see your grandchildren. But she doesn't come over that often. It's just really about the overcommunication. So I think I'm going to take a page out of your book that you did with your mom, and I'm going to tell her there's a special day and time that you and I are going to talk, yep. and we're going to talk as long as you want to, as long as it's within 25 minute period. Right. <laughs> anytime between 25, 24, 23, any any down. You got me. You got me, mom. I'm totally yours. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it could help. It could help. Oh man. Definitely Holy, thank you. I feel like I got, <laughs> I, I feel like that's the, I got to do it. I feel like we just had a therapy session. I feel like my <laughs> therapist should have said this to me a long time ago. You know, I pay her a lot of money <laughs> and she's still that's saying things boundaries. like, look inside yourself to find mm-hmm. the answer to this one. Why is your mom calling you so bothersome? Because she's calling me all the time. Yeah. I know, but why? I don't know why you ask her. She's calling. No, why are you bothered? Listen, <laughs> therapist, I don't know why I'm bothered. Isn't that your job? Figure it out. Get it out of me. Something like that. You seem so <laughs> irritated around this. Ah! <laughs> Does she call the other brothers as well like this or uh, just you? Listen, I don't want to get too, too personal here, but there, yeah. I mean, there are brothers who communicate more with my mother than it's not. I, not all of them communicate with me when my, and I love my mom just to be clear of about course. this. Like yeah, before no I was married with children, I would talk to my mom every other day at least, but it wasn't mm-hmm. for a long time. It was like 10, 15 minute touch base. I would tell yeah. her what's going on, who I was dating, where I was out, what I was doing, you know, what was going on at work. Like I'd communicate and just be, because I know that my, that's a, like a lifeline for my mom, right? She needs right. some kind of she needs some affirmation that her children are doing well and that she has got a good relationship with them. But yeah. as life has gotten more complicated, I don't say complicated in a bad way. I say as more things have pulled on my time, I can't give that kind of time to any one person anymore, except for my children and my wife. Mm-hmm. And Hoadley, mm-hmm. of course, I say this <laughs> yes. as we're doing a podcast to nobody. <laughs> I have no time. <laughs> Have you looked inside yourself and asked yourself why you have time for the podcast, but no time for your mother? No, therapist, I haven't. Maybe you should. Maybe. That'll be $195. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's not about my mom specifically. It's about the 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 things that drag on my time and the, and the relative important the relative priority that they take at that particular moment. So if it's like Tuesday at 2.30 in the afternoon, that's not a great time for me to be having a conversation. I got two children running around trying to run a business and, you know, keep the podcast going and all that stuff. None of those, none, the business, the podcast, all this, none of those things are more important than my mother. But I know that our conversation could probably wait. It's not like it needs to be well, had right this very soon. I was going to say it's kind of like free feeding, you know, like some people feed their dogs at certain times because if they leave a bowl of food out the dog will just eat it all at once i mean it just constantly as much as you're putting food out and i think that's what's happening with your mom she's free feeding Mm. on your time yes (laughs) brian i think you should listen to chrissy are you here are you holding space for what chrissy is saying she's so sweet she is yes she is as a matter of fact brian i like your brother more than i like you After being your therapist for many years, I think you're an asshole. Thank you, therapist. Mm, I'm holding space for that. My heart space is open. My heart space is open. Yeah, my chakras are open. Speaking of chakras, have you gotten into the new program, the new television program, Netflix's Down to Earth? I have not. Do you know this kid, Zach Efferon? I say Efferon like Saffron. Yes. Okay. I did. I was going to watch one of those and then I didn't. I watched something else, but, <laughs> but it looked like it could be, it could be something I like travel. My what? Yeah. Like travel and he's traveling around, didn't he? Listen, he's no Anthony Bourdain, admittedly, right? This is not Anthony Bourdain show. If you're looking for like that kind of travel show, this is not that. But what Jack yeah. has done along with this other guy, Zach. Named Darren, what did I say? Jack? Jack. I said Jack. <laughs> Love you, yes. Zach. Mean it. Uh, <laughs> 
Like he's listening, like we're friends. Right. <laughs> kids got 40, kids got 43.6 million fucking followers on Instagram. 43 million. That's, uh, that's one sixth of the country. That's insane. Yeah. One sixth of the United States. I mean, I don't know. They're all from the United States, but it's a population. One sixth yeah. of the United States is following him on his every move on Instagram. Yeah. So him and this other like food guy, this like down to earth, crunchy granola, you know, food cures everything. We need to sustainability, super duper hippy dippy guy named Darren. I can't remember his last name, but I'm with the guy, right? I, I'm I'm behind him on a lot of what he says. I don't believe in some of the more like nebulous kind of, you know, theories. Like one episode, I'll give you an example. One episode, they go and they go meet a water sommelier. A sommelier that focuses in on water. Oh, yeah. on water. Okay. And the guy brings out a bunch of waters from, <laughs> from like different countries, right? And here's a special water. It's been, you know, it's been filtered through, sh- you know. Through sheep shit, and two rocks and minerals, you know, yeah. and it once was a volcano, yes. and now it's not. Yes, totally. Yep. It's got dandelion feces in it. Yes, <laughs> the dandelion feces has a lot of iron, which is good That's for your right. nasal passages. It's good for you. Yeah, yes, helps with allergies. Yes. <laughs> yes, your heart space is open. I can feel it. I can feel your heart space across the screen. Yes, totally. So now I want you to try this next water. This next water is from Atlanta, Georgia, the Chattahoochee. It's got a lot of dead cow, redneck beer. Right. <laughs> redneck piss. Yep. So he, they go and they do this whole, like, you know, thing at the, with the water. And the guy basically says, listen, if you're drinking filtered water, you're taking nutrients away from your body because the water wants to give you nutrients. But filtered water has no nutrients. Like super, super filtered water has no nutrients. So it actually like my Brita, my Brita pitcher. Listen, okay. (laughs) But here's the thing. Here's the thing about this show that you got uh, that I think I I needed to be a little bit careful with. And and I'm glad that I was. I really enjoyed Zach. He, He plays the absolutely clueless guy who is going with this expert around the world to learn more about sustainability and foods to say sustainability in general, like buying your food, fresh, local, you know, straight from the right. source, all this other stuff, right? Not eating mm-hmm. packaged, processed, pre, you know, and the guy's also a vegan, but Zach is not, he'll eat meat. So there's, you know, how to, if you're going to eat meat, how to do that responsibly and all this stuff. Zach really mm-hmm. wants to learn. And he takes this guy along with him who basically wrote the book on sustainability. But then every okay. once in a blue moon, they take a left turn into like, you know, what the, <laughs> you know, water farts and shit like this. Right. And it's just like, you know, okay, uh, you know, do your homework on this because that's not exactly true what this, this sommelier was saying, right? Filtered water does not take nutrients from you. There's not enough nutrients in water to do anything for you or not do it for you. So, mm-hmm. but I, I, but I do have to say that I watched the show and I found it to be relatively pleasant. I like Zach. I like his man body. Uh, yeah, I like his man body guy. all over. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Dar- Darren is an interesting character. Uh, who at the end of the show, this is the this is the part I wanted to get to. At the end of the show, this guy's house burns down in the California wildfires while oh, he is out traveling. Yeah. Well, he's out traveling mm-hmm. with Zach. Oh, oh no. And he gives this soliloquy at the end of the show about how do you like that word that I just used? Solilo- I do. Soliloquy. Oh, was, ooh, soliloquy. Mm, I can feel your <laughs> dictionary chakra opening up right yes. now, Brian. That does go with um, the dictionary chakra. I can feel energy moving right into my cornea. Yes. <laughs> yes, let's hold. Are you holding your heart space open for um, me? Oh. Um, 
Uh, so he gives this soliloquy, like this three-minute dissertation on why he's going to go down swinging to fight for Mother Earth, right? Because okay. he, because they went to Puerto Rico earlier in the show and saw the devastation that the hurricane caused, and they actually helped mm. some locals move some shit out, trash out of the from the hurricane, right? And they said, wow, this is amazing. This is Mother Earth. This is with the power of Mother Earth here. The whole island is devastated. And then Darren, at the end of the show, says, the, the power of Mother Earth is not unaffecting any of us. It's affecting all of us, even me. If I, living in my Southern California home, Mother Earth can come get me, it can come get all of us. And it's coming to get all of us. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Look at these wildfires that are out in California. Oh, now, when this show yeah. broadcasts a week and a half later from when we're doing it, I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm hoping that the wildfires have calmed down a little bit. But there's like I'm 380 hoping. wildfires just in California alone. It's burning yeah. the place up. I have friends who have run it's from their home. all on the West Coast, yeah. It's insane. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't believe we still have a debate going on in this country about whether or not the climate is changing. The climate is changing. Yeah. humans are affecting it uh, to what degree i don't know to what degree does does anybody really know i don't think so i think it's such a large problem that i'm not sure anybody does but if we don't all start making like a little bit of a difference like a small mm-hmm. difference every single fucking day i think we're, i think i think we're in real trouble i'm not sure that my children's children will inherit an earth that's even remotely uh looks like the one that we live in today period, and a sentence. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, just even between the wildfires and then also the sea level rising, there's going to be a lot of these coastal towns and cities that are slowly disappearing. You know, I work in real estate, and so I have purchased uh, seaside waterfront villas, property, villas. <laughs> I like villas. Mm, I can mm-hmm. feel your heart villa right now. <laughs> it feels great. Yes. Mm-hmm. It feels great. I can feel your heart feel it too. <laughs> Henry, settle Henry. down. No, 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 no. I'm with you, man. We're all calm right now. Everything's wonderful. Can I see your heart, Villa? <laughs> can I see both of your heart chakras? Okay, Henry, stop it. You're just being creepy. Sorry, man. My wife's been away on vacation. Oh, I'm sorry. Where'd she go? I'm not sure. She's been gone for about three and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard from her? Not sure. You don't check that email? I, I can't check that email. I don't have the internet. <laughs> okay, I got to let you go, Henry. Uh, so it's a it's a fascinating show. You have to take it with a grain of salt, but I suggest that you watch it because it's, okay. it's, it's really good. And, you know, mm-hmm. and Zac Efron takes off his shirt every once in a while. So that satisfies that part of, you know, that part of it. Right. Zach really does play a good foil, though, because he really wants to learn and he doesn't pretend to know stuff that he doesn't know. So I didn't know yeah. jack shit about Zach Efron. I am not the high school musical crowd that it, that was not made for right. Brian Greene. Right. And yeah. I was probably I don't know, I was 20 when it came out. Not sure. But uh, I did watch. he is. I know he's in some of these comedy movies like Neighbors and stuff like that. that I actually thought he was mm-hmm. pretty funny in. Yeah. Uh, but I, I came away walking away. I walked away with a new appreciation for Zac Efron, and he's just another human being trying to figure it all out. And he's willing to go, you know, 
to the ends of the nice. earth. Now, of course, nice. Hilton sponsored him in Visa. Right. By the way, you see a Hilton logo. <laughs> and also in a, have money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they, they get into the most exclusive restaurants. They do the most exclusive mm-hmm. things. He also has a Hilton logo and a Visa logo every three and a half seconds. You can tell who produced the show. Mm-hmm. And it was not, you know, Netflix. It was Hilton, apparently, because of every three seconds. It's so transparent. Why don't they just yeah. say, "Why?" I, you know what, if I was doing one of those shows, you know what I'd say, Hildy? I'd be like, hey, listen, uh, Hilton put us up in all these rooms because, you know, that's what happens in Hollywood. That's how that's how it goes. So I just wanted you to know that's why you're seeing a Hilton logo every two seconds. Right. Hilton. And then the Visa logo. Like the, they would go to this exclusive restaurant in some random country. And then the lady would bring out the little check, you know, and it have a big uh-huh. the the little check holder have a big visa logo. And then they'd always show Zach putting his visa down. Visa on, down. And I was like, mm. wait, that seems like a weird thing to show in every single, sh- like every shot. <laughs> but first of all, second of all, do we really think that Zach's paying for dinner? Does, is Zach really putting his visa down for dinner? I mean, if he is good on him, cool, dude. Great. Wonderful. I might want the points. I want the points. He doesn't need the points. I want the points. I know. Yeah. Or do you think, I bet Zach lives in a really nice house. You think? I bet he does too. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's. Sure. He, I think he's single too. I, I'm not sure about that part. <laughs> oh, he's single, man. How do you know? I've just been looking around the internet. You've been looking around the internet to see whether or not Zac Efron is single. I've really been looking for my wife, to be honest with you. I was just checking up on <laughs> Zach. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I had a suspicion maybe Zach and my wife are getting together. I think you're a little delusional. I don't think your wife would be getting together with Zach Efron. My wife's name is Mila Kunis. You were married to Mila Kunis? Maybe. <laughs> I think you have a tr- I think you have trouble with the truth there. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you Henry. I appreciate it. Henry. Henry, I 90 day fiance. Okay. <laughs> yes. Married at first sight Australia is is now for the most part over. It's over actually. Now they'll have a few reunion shows and stuff like that. But it's over and there's a big hole in my heart. What, I know. Is that right where your chakra is? Yes, it is therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm. You come to love those you had come to love those, those I, I'm, I, such are they a, contestants? I don't know what they are. They're married. I mean, That's what they, they and you know, they're like they're partners. Do you really win if you get married <laughs> to somebody you just met? I, I won. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you eventually get married to someone you just met eventually, right? It just takes a little bit of time. No, I, I hear you. Like, no, I don't think you actually win. I think then you really, I think when the camera's shut off, then you really got to start. You're like, oh, shit, this isn't so much yeah. fun anymore because now I actually got a mar- this person I'm married to and I got to start a life with them. And mm-hmm. so uh, I won't give away how the how the ending is because I don't know because we're recording this a week and a half before <laughs> podcast and the actual last episode is this weekend uh, uh-huh. or this week. Um, but let me let me tell you this. So I jumped over to Ninety Day Fiance, which they have a, of which they have a million versions of Ninety Day Fiance. They have Ninety Day Fiance the other way, Ninety Day Fiance the original, Ninety Day Fiance after the after the ninety days. They've got a whole thing, right? There's a couple mm-hmm. on there. This guy is Moldovian. He's from Moldova. We've been talking. We've talked about Moldova before on the show because we, we have some people mm-hmm. that listen from Moldova. Uh, but the guy is a Moldovian guy. And I, I don't know much about Moldova. I have, really have no idea what it's all about. I know it's close to Russia. I know they sound like they're from Russia. Uh, and I know that there's girls there and they're apparently very beautiful. Right. That's what I that's the that's the most knowledge that I have about Moldova. Moldova. <laughs> Do you, is it Moldova? Are you 
It's Moldova. You're calling right? the guy Mo- Moldovian. He is Moldovian. Yes. I, I can make that assumption, right? So he's yes. from Moldova. This week on this episode, they get married. It's like their marriage in Moldova. Now, they, Moldova. Now they've been married in the United States, but they decide they're going to go over there and do a traditional Moldovian or Moldovan ceremony. Mm-hmm. I can't get into I can't get into every X and O about what happened. But I heard the most Moldovian conversation I have ever heard on this show. And I want you to listen to this. Can, okay. can I take a minute to play this for you? It's yes. about two and a half minutes long, but just listen to it. I want you to hear this conversation that goes down. <laughs> now listen to this. I'm listen really this. happy Andrei is not mad at me. But there is a, a little bit of tension between uh, Andrei and uh, Elizabeth's uh, family. This is a really important day. He has to, to be calm and, uh, and cool and uh, leave everything uh, that's wrong outside. We didn't manage to be at the American wedding and we felt a little bit sorry because he was alone there. Yeah. How is it? <coughs> yeah, it looks good. It goes, it goes. It goes. <laughs> Uh, for mom and dad, this would be more big in importance than even for Andre, because <laughs> he's the second son, and they would also want to celebrate in our traditional way. For mom and dad, it's second son, so you know, it, it, uh, in Moldova, do- doesn't care, uh, first son doesn't matter, first son waste, first son is trash, uh, second son take over. <laughs> we kill first son, but second son very important. <laughs> Secrets are my secrets. Always going to be my secrets. Here's the deal. Always going to be the secrets. I probably should have told this beforehand. Here's the deal. The guy was a detective in Moldova. He was a detective that then moved. He moved to Ireland, and that's where he met his 90 day fiance. When he moved to Ireland, it was there was some questions as to why he moved to Ireland. He didn't exactly explain that to his wife before they got married. But what apparently happened is that the Moldovan police wanted him to be a part of some illegal racket that he wouldn't be a part of, and they told them they were going to set him up and kill him. If he didn't leave the country, so then he left the country. So now that's why he says, my secrets are my secrets. (laughs) But my favorite part of this whole thing, which I mean, may have been a little long, but my favorite part of this whole thing is where he goes, he goes, it's an important day for my family. He's second son. Like, (laughs) could have been the third son or the fourth son. Why is the the second son so important (laughs) in Moldova? That's their culture. That's right. Thank you, Holly. I appreciate it. First, I am second son. Uh, me, Brian, Moldovan Brian is his second son. It's very important in our culture. First son is like is like front bumper of car. You hit, yeah. yeah. It was second, a test. second son is like engine <laughs> bumper. Uh, you know, if you get hit, it's okay. You get you replace bumper. Engine very expensive. No replace second son. Right. <laughs> second son and third daughter very important in Moldovan con- oh. culture. That's right. Usually. Uh, first and second daughter die of some rare disease or uh, marriage. Uh, very, very sad thing going on here in uh, Moldova. First and second daughters usually disappear in marriage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but second son, very important. Thank you. Are you a? Are you're a? Uh, are you an oldest child? You are an oldest child. I am the oldest. Yes. <laughs> You basically mean nothing in yeah, Moldovan was, country. Exactly. Yeah. So they go on to this Moldovan wedding, wedding, and then the reception happens. And the reception is like, oh, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Ballet dancers. It's not big because oh, there's wow. not a lot of people there, but there are like ballet dancers doing dances. They're throwing the cake around. They're theatrical. You know, oh my god, it was crazy. It was like a whole yeah. show that they did, and. <laughs> 
you know, I, I've never been to Moldova, so I, I don't know, but I kind of expected like, you know, third world country kind of reception. But no, it was like top, you know, top of the nines. They were going all out. They were going all out. And that's, I guess, all <laughs> well, that. second son. The second son very important, let me tell you. <laughs> first son did not get a wedding like that. First, said, uh, first son, we sell for pig. Uh, second son, we make big party. Second son, very important. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, um, that's a 90 Day Fiance. Uh, do you watch that show? No, I haven't watched it. There's, you know, um, I know there's been a lot of them on, but I have not watched it. So you've been talking about it, though. I'll have to check it out. I have given you so <laughs> many recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I've given you so many recommendations. For great television shows, none of which you follow up on. You got to start. I did watch the one. I did watch the one that was the blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. Oh, yeah. Love is blind. I did watch that. one. Oh, that was Uh so beginning of the pandemic. We're uh, now (laughs) now we're in the middle. We're middle (laughs) pandemic. I feel like we're middle through Homeland right now. We got we got hooked on Homeland. We had not seen that show. Mm -mm. So. We're on that seven seasons. I so watched. Kind of takes up my time. <laughs> I, yeah. So I watched like, you know what I watched? Uh, I started watching again, which is The Americans. Have you ever seen that? If you like home, Homeland, you'll like The Americans. Okay. Yeah. Watch yeah. The Americans. Yeah. And there's also seven seasons of that too. So you can really get yourself okay. involved. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, <laughs> right. It's something that'll last <laughs> at least a week, right? <laughs> yeah. I get on Netflix and I, I only watch, for whatever reason, I only watch these British comedy shows that I just love, these BBC comedy shows, right? And I'm in the middle of one right now. It's starring a guy named Jack Whitehall called Bad Education. It's just really like, a, it's a crude, crass show about a teacher who's got a bunch of, you know, derelict students and how he teaches them, right? There's no meat and like potatoes. scripted? It's scripted. scripted show? Well, I think it's okay. scripted. I mean, it seems scripted, right? Yeah. It's a television show. It's not a reality show. But it's also not mm-hmm. Homeland or Americans. Like, you, you're, there's no, there's no, it doesn't take any brain power to follow it. You can get on right. every night. So what I do is my wife uh, gets bothered by TV at night after she falls asleep. And my son, obviously, I don't want him watching TV while he falls asleep. So I've got this pillow. This pillow is like a blue pillow and it's meant to sit on your chest and hold your phone so you can watch your phone. <laughs> oh, is it like a wedge? It's a wedge. Yes, it's, it's a like a wedge, but it's a, it's a pillow, right? It's a really yes. firm pillow. Holy, it's the best uh-huh. money I have ever spent is on this fucking wedge. I found it in a Home Depot. I was so excited. I come, it was in the, you know, in the middle of the pandemic. I come running out with this blue wedge and I'm like, Astrid. Astrid, I found it, you know, (laughs) open up your heart chakra. I found it because I had been using a regular pillow to do this for Mm -hmm. years. You know, I'd like to watch a little TV before I go to sleep. And I've been using this regular pillow and the the fucking phone would fall and then it would slip to the side. And then I wake up in the middle. You know, if you if you touch your phone, it pauses and it was so obnoxious. But I find this pillow and now I am just in shit heaven. Like I'm like. I just think it's the best thing in the world. It's the small stuff in life. And then my blue That's pillow. That's awesome. It is. Yep. It is the small so stuff Astrid, in life. So Astrid, I get in the car with this blue thing. I'm like, look what I found. It's got three different sizes. Like it's three different sides, right? It's like a, it's like a triangle. Oh, cool. Okay. And each triangle has a different angle for the phone. So you can watch oh, it like nice. straight up or a little bit back or further back. And I'm like, look, I, 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 you know, depending on how my head is moved, I can. And she's like, oh my God, are you going to start packing that thing? And I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I'm not that crazy. I want, and she's like, 
your dad, the lake house, you can take it to the lake house. Yeah, I'm going to take it to the lake house. Of course I am. That's not, but that's not like a real travel. And she's like, are you, you going to take it to the, to the island, to the beach? Yeah, but I mean, we can fit it in the car. We take the car down there. I mean, what's that? Are you going to put it in a suitcase? Maybe. I mean, if we go to like Spain or something, maybe. But I mean, I'm going to take it everywhere that I go. It's like my blankie. Uh, now it's like my it blankie. Is. I have it at yeah. night. I, as soon as I get out of the shower, I like have my little blue pillow and I'm like, I'm, I'll be over here. I'll watch. be watching. Do it. Bad education. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm into the cooking shows and the home shows when I'm not watching like the dramas. So. Yeah, I, lo- I love the dramas, but I, I have to take a break every once in a while. So right now yeah. I'm on a, I, I take a break just for my own sanity, right? Right. Uh, not, not even sanity. It's just like I'm in a mood sometimes for comedy. I'm in a mm-hmm. mood sometimes for drama. Uh, and <laughs> so I'm getting into all of these BBC comedies that they have on Netflix and other places and Amazon, whatever I can find. But uh, well, here's what I've noticed about BBC. Here in America, you can have one season of something. One season and then it gets canceled, right? It's just mm-hmm. it, for whatever reason, didn't have enough audience. People didn't like it. It wasn't funny. It wasn't good. It just gets canceled. But BBC always puts out three seasons. And it seems not to matter whether or not the show is actually liked or not liked. They just put out three seasons. That's it. They Very just go rarely. Ahead and go with it. Yeah, they go ahead and they go with it. When they order one season, they order three. And then there are no more after that. It, it, on these comedy shows, at least, that's what it appears to me because I've watched like 10 of these British comedies in a row and all of them are just three seasons that's Uh it and that pisses me off a little bit because i'm like wow it was a really good show you should have like another season but you know by the time they get to netflix it was you know (laughs) broadcast in 2015 and so i cannot (laughs) petition the bbc to bring it back on air (laughs) i I love it you gotta watch 90 day fiance i'm telling you man we you know 45 minutes my friend 45 minutes to an hour really flies when you're having fun it does when you're having fun I feel like we didn't get half the stuff I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to have to put it. I'm going to. We'll talk about it next week. I found this CNN clip. It's like the crazy Uncle Bob convention. A bunch of, bunch of old gentlemen, old white gentlemen at the, C, at the Trump rally talking about their why they're not wearing masks. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I can only imagine. One guy goes, well. I can't hear anybody when, when I'm wearing the mask. So, and I thought, are you putting it around your ears? Like, right. why can't like, you hear How anybody? does that work? But the CNN reporter has, you know, the CNN reporter, since they're just a bunch of, you know, liberal leftists from Ivy League schools, he snaps back real quick. Right. He goes, can you hear me? He goes, yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Guy's got a mask on. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's too much. It's too funny. <laughs> And we will listen I to just, it. yeah, regardless uh, of who you're going to vote for, go out and vote. But I just thought to myself, I have uncles that are like this. Like, I, I have uncles that I know that are like this. I haven't talked to him in 10 years. Maybe you should <laughs> open up your heart chakra and talk to him. Maybe you should. Thank you, Hudley. I'm finding myself liking Thank Hudley you, a lot more than I like you. Mm-hmm. $195. <laughs> <laughs> I get the sense that my therapist doesn't like me sometimes. I'm like... <laughs> What did I do to you? Sorry, I was taking a tip, a sip, a tip, a sip of tea from my TCB Yeti cup. 
I love those. You're going to go to Instagram at the commercial break. Go to Instagram at the commercial break and become a follower because we have some TCB swag, some commercial break swag that we're going to be giving away on social media only. So I implore you, um, Chrissy and I are going to start uploading some videos of us off the air and stuff like that. So go at the commercial break on Instagram, Facebook. You can get us on YouTube. You can actually watch a video of the program being recorded, but you got to go to tcbpodcast.com. You got to join the break room. It's a big button. You cannot miss it. Uh, go there, and then we'll send you a link every week, probably Tuesday night, like 10, 10 midnight, something like that. We'll send you a link so that you can watch the video version of the show. Fun. What else is there to say without getting too long-winded? I want to tell you a story about my dad. Like, Look at this list. I got a whole list. I want to talk about the favorite movies that you'll never watch again, like the best movie that you'll never watch again for whatever reason, right? Yeah. And I think I've got to think about that one. Oh, man, I got a good one, Hoadley. I got a good one. And I think when you hear it, you're probably going to understand why. (laughs) But I won't tell you now. We'll do that next week on the next episode of The Commercial Break. The Commercial Break. I'm working on new audio with our audio guy, and I'm like sending him messages i'm like the commercial break because <laughs> he's like next time on flexion on the commercial break and i'm like no not the commercial break it's the commercial break and he's like the commercial break and i'm like no, 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 no. <laughs> emphasis on the 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 commercial break i love that guy's voice too. yeah oh he's so good he's so good yeah i'll talk to you next time oh and you know what if you want to catch more of this conversation tcbpodcast.com the break room bye bye email us at the commercial b at gmail.com find us and follow us on facebook and instagram at the commercial break new episodes drop every wednesday we can be found on Spotify, iHeartMedia, Apple, Google, and all major podcast providers. The Commercial Break is a great middleweight production. Written and produced by Brian Green. Co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley. <laughs>